Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a Few Brave Men. This is a special four-part series that we have coming up right now. You're about to embark on our first compilation of the best of the best, where we take the narratives and solo casts that I've done, mixing with the greatest expert advice we have from our feature experts that we've had from Ballot's Beam Days, which you guys know was the first podcast a couple years ago, as well as Balance Boldly, some interview nuggets that I've done. We've just literally taken the best of the best and put them together in this special Dreamers and Doers series. This is for all of you bold women and brave men that are out there that are just trying to take that dream in your head, believe in it, plan for it, do it, and then preserve your success so you can start it all over again and do it at another level, a greater level, breaking free from all the expectations of everyone else that has a hold on you doing things the same way and getting the same result. So stay tuned and listen up because we're doing right now a four-part series for the dreamers and doers out there that are ready to embark on their bold and brave. Let's go. I wasn't used to people actually asking about the value that I offer to the community that I serve as a, you know, having a growth and development company. I'm so used to people saying, you know, what are your services? What are the products? What's in it? You know, what are the features? And you were really focused on not me and all the you know, details that I could say for why something costs a thousand dollars, you know, what, what were they getting? You really wanted to know what was the community getting out of it? What were the clients receiving? What was the outcome that they were going to have? I have a ritual that I do every night. I'd like to share with you. And it goes to exactly what you just talked about. And the, my little ritual allows me to pivot, not not just once in a while, but every day. Hmm. So the, the ritual that I have is before I go to bed, I always say, Lolly, what did you do today that was pretty awesome? What did you do today that helped someone? What did you do today that made an impact on someone? And once I'm done with that, thinking about that, I always end it with, what can you do tomorrow to be better tomorrow than you were today? And in just doing this little ritual, Every single day, I'm allowing myself to pivot. Every single day, I'm allowing myself to take myself to the next level. So when the editor said, you could do better, Mm -hmm. it was right in my sweet spot. It was like, yeah, I always want to do better. Let's go with that. So I was open to suggestion. When you have this internal reflection and this Mm -hmm. internal knowing that you could do better but you don't know where to go and you open yourself up to opportunities opportunities come to you and that has been a saving grace as a ritual because it allows me to see opportunities because you're in a space now where you and your husband work together full time and that is amazing there are some households that can't have one full-time entrepreneur let alone two and that that's a big deal and that shift although it didn't feel good you know with all the rumblings and loudness and everything that was happening in the background um it was necessary for here you know, wrapping up with our commitment challenges and being able to add and subtract appropriately so that we can get things done and get it finished and not sit in this space of, I will, I want to, 
but oops, I lost the moment, right? You know, we have this, you know, this whole new idea around, you know, the end of the year is here. So we, we get a, a new start. We get to start over. How about every hour is another opportunity to start over? How about every day is another opportunity to start over? You don't have to wait 365 or 366 days uh, leap year wise to wait for another opportunity to fix your life, to make this your best year yet. I say do it now. If you made a mistake at 10.55 a.m., well, at 11 a.m., you have an opportunity to get things right. Or, you know, whatever the mess is that you found yourself in, whether you, you fell into it, you saw it coming and didn't put the brakes on fast enough, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. Take the weight off of it a little bit so that you really can focus in on what truly does matter in your life, whether that's starting a family, extending your family, starting a career, taking up a hobby that you've been wanting to get back to, whether that's a health-based hobby, you know, something to really get back to you, to yourself, to get your energy up, to get your your flow going. Uh, If it's part of your purpose and your desire to share your space and time and opportunities with other people and you're just trying to figure it out, take this as your opportunity this year. Start researching professional development events, leadership development, business development, you know, personal growth and development, whatever it is. Don't keep it saying, I will, I want to, oops, I forgot to. Like, stop putting yourself in that cycle. You can put the brakes on it if you give yourself permission, not only to pause, but to really do better, (laughs) like literally do better. What do you do now when you might have to go back to where you just quote unquote broke free from? Not that you didn't love teaching and that you weren't good at teaching, just like I loved being a clinician and I was very good at being a clinician. But when you broke free from those levels and thought that you had it all mapped out, you know, at at least to a point that you wouldn't necessarily have to look back down um, at that road and say, oh, well, I have something to fall back on because as entrepreneurs, we're not trying to fall back. So it doesn't comfort us when people say, oh, but at least you're a teacher. You know, you have degrees. You know, you have things. Well, oh, at least you're a clinician. You have all these like, so what? I'm trying to go up and forward and literally build momentum. I'm not trying to fall back. Those things were a part of the process for me to build towards where I am. I just want to talk about transition because I think it's important to share. Yeah. The way we look at things makes a big difference. The color of our lenses of how we look at life and the world will be a game changer for us. So if you think as transition as painful, it will be painful. Mm -hmm. If you look at transition as transformational, then it gives you energy. So can you imagine that every transition takes me to a better place than where I was or transition will take me somewhere where I could learn something new? How exciting is that? Mm -hmm. It's the choice and the moment that we make when challenges come, when stress is upon us. What are we going to do about that really will is a game changer, will really change our lives and our lenses of how we look at things. Yeah, so, you know, it's very intentional, and I think what happens is is that we're all running so fast and reacting to the world, right? We, we, you know, things are thrown at us, and we don't take a moment to really think about where this fits in with our life. Mm -hmm. We want to, you know, we want to be helpful. We want to take on, you know, you hear this, like, say yes to everything, and there's a certain level where, yeah, when you're starting out that, you know, it's important to take opportunities, Mm -hmm. Um, 
But at the same time, you have to really be intentional about how you, um, you know, walk in this world. And I think having a very clear idea of what you value, what you truly, what's truly important in your life. And if you keep that close by and, and then what you do is you use it like a sieve or a filter. And then when, as opportunities come in, you say, okay, now does this, you know, as I filter through this funnel, does it meet all the criteria mm-hmm. that is important to me? And it's good to have something that you can do to fill the need. You know, you need to keep the lights on. You need to pay your mortgage or your rent, you know, obviously. Um, And, you know, to take care of your family, whatever needs to be done. We know that you will do it. But at the same time, you don't want to have to. And I I know for me, there was that shame that I had to shake and say, all right, the provider in you was always going to make sure that you can provide and and protect and, and add value to your family. But the entrepreneur in you doesn't want to have to be restricted and now work around a schedule that doesn't fit you. And we were talking about igniting your passions with attitude. And the attitude is obviously your perception of of where you sit in a certain situation. It's how you attract or push back things that you want and people that you want if you're in business, like many of our listeners are entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial leaders. So they obviously are in a space of wanting to attract the, the right people, places and things to them. But your attitude matters and you're going into your evening, your power down session so that you power up with the right attitude of welcoming everything that life has to bring to you and through that transformation so you know pivot literally pivot right pun intended to pivot to that word from transition to transformation you are welcoming what you're supposed to have as a statement of what you want not just what you need which I think a lot of people get stuck in the necessity of life and they get bogged down by all the things that have to happen instead of being more open to be grateful for the things that they already have accomplished and open their arms to things that they want, you know, wanting to meet with another person to expand their circle versus saying, well, I need to just maintain these relationships that maybe no longer serve them. Um, Maybe they're the way that they used to be coached no longer serves them. Maybe they never had a coach and that's what's not serving them. For the other things that was really challenging for me. So when you have someone like me, who's an ultra achieving woman who is simply ridiculous, who doesn't want to let go of the control, mainly not because, you know, of budgets or whatever, but mainly because I'm so afraid that if I let go of something, it makes me look bad to the people that matter the most to me. I, you know, specifically like to feel uncomfortable in that way, knowing that I'm literally transitioning, if you will, or getting ready to transform into another level of myself. Some people use the visual example of the caterpillar and the butterfly and kind of going through those phases. Others use, you know, a phoenix rising from the ashes to show their transition into another level of their self. Um, I don't know necessarily what I hold on to more so visually. I kind of go and ebb and flow inside and outside of analogies and different metaphors for it. But today, everything for me is literally picturing myself standing on some kind of huge board that's, you know, almost like a teeter totter. The ones we used to play with, the ones I typically relate to balancing, like what life is, that teeter totter that you're constantly, you know, switching between the work, the life, the business, the career, the duties, the ministry, the volunteering, the health, the self-care, the the worry, the doubt, you know, all those things that you're balancing on. And for me, the pivot is that 
opportunity for you to shift into that level of yourself that is better than before. It's greater than before, but it doesn't feel good. It feels awkward. It feels uncomfortable. It feels like you're about to fall off and lose control of everything. And that's when I typically know if I allow myself to back up and breathe a little bit when I'm in the middle of that icky, sticky place, that's when I know that something awesome is about to happen if I allow myself to go with the flow and obviously continue to take the right action steps. We were definitely still pushing and um, doing what we could. And um, I don't know, it's it just, you know, just looking back, I, I, I tend not to think about it, which is part of that transition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but it is something that, you know, we think about it and like, wow, we really did push through and now we can look at something that we can really be proud of. One of the key learnings for me, and I've continued learning it over the years, is the more you can speak with confidence and certainty about what you have, who you are, and what value you bring, that gets conveyed to the people that you're interacting with. And it isn't a matter of being, you know, aggressive in any way um, or anything negative. It's, it's simply having the belief in yourself that, yes, who I am, what I have is a value and taking responsibility for communicating that to the listener so that they understand you know, what it is you're bringing to the table. So many of us are looking for our, what do we want to create next year? What do we want to be a stand for? What is, what is our commitment to bring forth for the following year? But what we don't pay attention is what I call the tipping point. In order to make something happen, what needs to happen prior to that? So I'll give mm. you a great example. Uh, let's just say somebody has five employees and they're doing, I'm just using very, exaggerated bold numbers. So let's just say you have five employees and you're doing $1 million worth of business and you want to increase your business next year and you want to do instead of $1 million, you want to do $1.5 million. So in essence, you're really growing your business by almost 50%. Uh-huh. Well, you have to realize in order to make that happen, what's your tipping point? When do you need to think in advance for, let's say, a new employee? Now, you don't need a new employee when you are in panic and you're in flood and you're so busy that you don't know what to do. You need your employee, this new employee, before so that by the time you are really busy and overworked and overwhelmed and your phones aren't, haven't stopped ringing, you have already hired the person and you left a little wiggle room in order to train them. So by the time you get this, you know, flux of business, you have an operating individual that's ready to take on work. Leadership skills, negotiation skills, strategy, planning, all of that goes into the time that that is not necessarily your normal work day. Um, Those are skills that you bring into the workforce when you're working with other people. So it, it, I guess what, I'm, what we're both saying is that something that needs to be valued and the people I work with, um, I love that you talk about being unapologetic. That is one of the key things I think people need to do mm-hmm. when they talk about that time. They need to be proud of it. Look, they made the decision to do it. It must have been the right decision for them. Well, if it's the right decision for you, 
then you need to be able to articulate unapologetically mm-hmm. what you did, why you did it, why it was a, a, a great experience, and what you're bringing to the table in the future because of it. You know, we constantly have those overhanging thoughts of what if I wasn't afraid? What if I I wasn't nervous about rejection? What if I walked in here and did an amazing job? What if I spoke clearly about every single intention I have and got the result that I wanted? What if I just took the what ifs away? Just took them away and really gave myself an opportunity to let possibility in. I encourage everyone who's listening as entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial leaders that understand your personal brand matters as well, even if you don't just have a company, but and you're inside a company and you want to take your your team, your department, your division to another level, you have a a new product that's coming out and you really want to highlight it. It's important to really think about how not only how you would want to tell your story, but why you would want to tell your story and why the product or service matters and and what it's going to do for people, but really looking at what answering some of those great questions could do to help you better understand the impact that your product or service would have on the community you plan to serve as well. You know, it takes a new level of courage to bring yourself to the new level of success. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. brought you to where you are today is not what's going to bring you to your next level. You need Mm -hmm. to up your, either your knowledge, you need to, your resources, your team, that has to be, you have to up that. But I also believe that one of the main reasons that people don't think about it is that they are working in their business. They're not working on their business. They're working on the day-to-day. They're working Mm. on the tasks that we need to do day-to-day. They're not looking and taking a a bird's-eye view of the business and working on the business. What do they need to do operationally? What does finance look like? What does marketing look like? They're too entrenched in delivering the service, and they're not as entrenched in looking at the overview and, and how does all the pieces of the puzzle fit in? They're doing the, what I call the $10 an hour job, and they're not delegating enough, and they're losing sight of the big view and the long-term picture. And I know you deal with this from individual and executives that are you know, in that transition of going back to work versus moving up to the career ladder, um, or perhaps just transitioning in their professions altogether, like how you did. You went from an amazing background as a financial an- analyst, moved into management consulting, which I could see that, and then got into brand management, which is like a whole nother level of skill set. So you did a, quite a few transitions as well as you built your portfolio. And I know that gives you the right and the expertise to really help other people know that they can move from completely different levels to the next one if they really want it. When they were home with children, and I just take children as one example, mm-hmm. because people, are, people take breaks for many reasons, as you said. You're, you're, you're taking care of a parent, uh, you're in a failed startup, I'm in Silicon Valley, let me tell you, that happens <laughs> every day, and then somebody's looking for work, or there are many reasons that we take a break. Um, but when we take those breaks, the people who are who have a career behind them are doing many things during those breaks. They're just not on the quote-unquote normal career path. And some people stay busy just to be busy, but they're not doing anything. And then there are people who are busy literally being productive. And that example was of you being productive and you're busy, but you weren't necessarily, you know, 
aware of your surroundings. I hope you guys enjoy that. I want to take a moment and thank you, our listeners, for taking a moment out of your day and allowing me to plant positive seeds in your life, your relationships, and your business. As always, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and share this podcast to help us ensure that the bold and brave have access to these valuable balance tools. If you are not already a member, come on over and join the community of investors who have decided to see into themselves and balance boldly. Learn how to maximize your potential and your profits over at the Dreamers Blueprint, a community designed for bold women and brave men who are ready to balance all all that matters boldly in their life. Follow me at Balance Boldly on Twitter and IG and come and engage with me. I continue the conversation over here from our virtual kitchen at Balance Boldly right over there on social media. And for those of you who are already in the pilot phase of the Dreamers Blueprint as we're opening our doors, are about to open our doors to the main, you know, shebang of the Dreamers Blueprint, you already know that we're already carrying these conversations in really powerful and intimate ways. And now we're about to let other people that are also claiming to be bold and brave, ready to move beyond their dream and into this new level and new phase into their lives to join in on the conversation and have a community of accountability, holding them to the integrity of the things they said that they want to achieve in their lives. So if that's you, come on over and join us there at dreamersblueprint.com as well. Until then, I will see you next time on the next side of Balance Boldly podcast. So enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.